welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Brother and Sister Podcast. We got a special, special guest in the house today. Well, she ain't in the house in another city. Uh, <laughs> by way of Colorado, is it? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Y'all, I'd like to in- introduce to y'all. Well, first off, I am your host, Bug Flavor. My co-host is Miss Pressa Mishner. And I would like to introduce you to Miss Trinity. Trinity Brown. Yes,ナティ。Yes,ナティ。Thank you。Beautiful name, Trinity。Thank you。Beautiful name, and like I just want to start off with—I didn't have a chance to read all your book, but I kind of read some of it, which I'm gonna go back and finish because it was so amazing
goal for my companies and everything is to create an animation series that teaches people how to overcome trauma. And my life and the stories of what happened in Inglewood are going to definitely be a big part right, right. <laughs> of that of that story. It was a definitely dynamic experience. Um, like especially in the '90s, it was really raw back then um it's kind of like a time work is still a lot of that energy is still there um just the feeling of violence kind of always around and poverty and um back in the day when I was there there was still like big mama energy so there was grandmothers my my grandmother was one of the big mamas on the block like there was that energy that held it down and protected us I'm not sure if there's a lot of that still it seems like that culture is starting to like diminish a little bit but that was a blessing that we had like the block big mamas to hold it down and like um kind of regulate <laughs> on the boys that were like doing all the, the, the group. <laughs> everybody got a big mama somewhere yeah <laughs> But it was good to have them but um, yeah it was very challenging especially being kind of different I was like the kid that was called the Oreo because I <laughs> just had a differentness about me that didn't fit in so that was a definite thing to navigate and another big part that I read um that you just surrounded by love was a big thing you know everybody yeah like, all your family surrounded you with love and that kind of inspired you to do what you do and it helps you along your journey you know what I'm saying that's real mm -hmm. big yeah it's real big like I like the rule was kind of like don't cry till you get home right. like, <laughs> that was the rule don't let nobody else see it huh <laughs> yeah don't let nobody else see you cry <laughs> so I would like sometimes like be like, like <laughs> open the door fall on the floor <laughs> <laughs> I, get I get it. I get it. I remember those days myself, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, the artistry is amazing. Like I said, just you know, you're doing the dance, the music, and just a little bit of everything. And 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 that's just like me as well, because you know, if I'm going through something and you got so much turmoil and so much of this and that around you, it's like being able to be creative, like kind of kind of put you on your own little island and kind of like you can do your thing and like. And that's what kind of holds me together as well because, you know, I do music, I do, you know, I, I can wake up and do music or I can wake up and I can do a video and I can wake mm -hmm. up and I can do so many different things and it's just so much of a blessing and I kind of feel where you're coming from because, like, you know, when you, when you like, in, your mind is somewhere else, you can always get in your studio or your, wherever your creative place is and just create and that's, like, one of the best feelings in the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's a way to get into the flow state and like the silence. And um, for me, also prayer. Sometimes I have a really overactive mind. And like sometimes like through if I'm just thinking about something that happened, like that's actually like, the worst thing for me to do <laughs> is like going into the studio or something and just kind of going in a flow state and letting letting God communicate through the creative process and then sometimes solutions will come through or like the energy will dissolve you realize something you thought was a problem isn't really that big of a problem or like just being in that energy um makes a palpability for magical solutions to come in through God's grace um, at least that's what it has been for me and also like you know growing up as an inner city child there's so much in your environment that you have I feel like most children feel like this like there's so much in your environment you just don't control 
you have no control over your life like at all for a long time and like so to have a project like something that you're working on like I would get all the girls together like at school that like to dance and we would like make up dances and we'd like get the school to let us throw a show like when Aaliyah passed I got the school to like let us do a, a memorial concert and we got to choreograph like 13 Aaliyah songs and I got all the girls together oh, and like, oh. you know, just having something where you're like, okay, we have a goal and the only thing in the way of us achieving it is like us, like, and, and that's what art is. It's like, there's, it's the one thing that like the main factor between you and your success is you. Right. And there's not many things like that in life. Right. right. And what well, Trinidad, I want to tell you, this aligned action planner. Oh my God. <laughs> when I read this, I could not put it down. Right. So I'm advising everybody to get a copy of this action planner. Get a copy. This is the, the it won't have that bar on it, but I'm get a copy. As soon as Russell started reading it, she called me. Oh. Listen to this, and she just went in. Just I kept reading. reading and kept reading. So I, I just want to dive into it a little bit because this everybody who is searching for answers needs to read this. Right. It was so inspirational, so well done, so detailed. I mean, the knowledge that you have with the connection with the soul and the energy that you carry is just amazing how God has gifted you and graced you with. So it was a part where I read, um, it says, see how powerful you are in working through illusions. Mm -hmm. We have, me and my brother have always talked about, cause we've been through so much in life. Like when we get through certain things, we look back and it was an illusion and it's so many illusions in the world. And can you talk about this? Because just like I said, it's so well-versed and this is so every person i don't care what their belief is they need to mm -hmm. read. right and it's like the, the words you chose and the detail that you chose it's almost like a, a telepathic like oh real recognized real right here i can i can connect to what she's saying like you know what i'm saying so it's yes definitely thank uh, you <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i try to write like a transmission like so that each word is meaningful and it's activating you there's not a word that's like not supposed to like touch you in a certain way similar to the way I compose music it's like a, a hug for the parts of you that like physical touch can't touch and um yeah so the part about illusions you want me to go into that please yes yeah so the that part um being able to recognize illusions and work through them is really intricate and it it like um it can show up in so many different ways like our we're like everybody who create who has the desire to create it's coming from some type of sensitivity it's coming from some type of like oh wow I, I'm aware of this thing in a certain way and I'm not sure if other people are aware in this way or I think maybe having like this perception of this awareness is going to help people so with that though that's the blessing the curse is also that uh, other people can recognize that <laughs> that don't necessarily always have your best interest in mind though like um and so but because you're a dreamer we can be a little bit more like um susceptible if you will to shiny things yeah. you're like oh this might help me um and so it's just like being developed it's a skill you know it's like developing that skill of discernment of like instead of just taking 
what is presented at face value, being confident in yourself enough and, and, and having, we talk a lot about worth in the book, being um, in, a, in, in, in alignment with the practice, because it is a practice of self-worth enough where you feel that you can ask questions, ask qualifying questions to any situation, be curious about any situation that comes your way and not feel like you just got to take it or like be like uh, consume into it or immerse yourself into it just because it sounds good, just because you should do it, just because this person's painting that picture the right way. Because we, I'm sure all three of us, <laughs> based on what you guys just said, have had experiences where, you know, our younger version didn't know that, went yeah. into something head on and then got was like, oh my goodness, this is definitely not what it was presented to me as and like, could I have asked a few more questions yeah. and maybe prevented this lesson? Like, we don't have to take every course that's <laughs> offered. <laughs> it's, exactly it's, um, it's, it's just so good that, you know, you, you brought that up in a book because I think the world doesn't understand that so many things are illusions. And just like you said, you, you, you jump on it sometimes because of your culture, your background or things you've mm -hmm. seen. Uh, things you've worked through in your life and you thought, okay, this is the path I need to take, but you didn't work through the illusion of it to mm -hmm. say, okay, when I get to the other side, what is it going to be? And half of the time, the illusion doesn't, it, it's not what you portrayed in your mind before you mm -hmm. get involved in it. And yeah. it's just so amazing that you, you brought that about. And then you talked about the devotion and dedication and discipline equals the commitment. Can mm -hmm. you talk to us about because you gave the different definition different definitions sorry of devotion and of dedication so mm -hmm. you explain the difference because that right there was a major eye-opener and will be a major eye-opener to people who are trying to get to you know another level in life when they're doing different things to uh, for us to be successful and continue continue on their positive walk so that mm -hmm. devotion and that this that dedication they're going to need that Yes, absolutely. Um, and this is one, I started to discern this when I realized that every client that I had didn't have this. Like it was something I kind of took for granted inside of myself. And then when I started working with people, I'm like, what is the missing link? Like, and it would be one of those three things. It wouldn't like there, it, there would be a missing link. So devotion um, and as we talk about it in 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 the book, and this is how I feel in my life, that's the prayer. So regardless of like whether you pray, whatever who whatever you believe is bigger than you, that you pray to or you see as like that omniscient energy, that's the first level of devotion is to have whatever it is that you're doing be in alignment with that energy, and or a prayer. Of getting to know um, of intimacy with that energy then the second layer of devotion is what are what's the communication what's the medium of that if you have a creative gift is it writing is it singing is it playing musical instruments is it painting whatever it is and then bringing those energies together so it's like um you know I have my morning prayer time I like to sit and like read sometimes I'll read my bible a little bit sometimes I'll read something else inspirational have my morning coffee, kind of sit, let my thoughts land. But then also a, bit, a part of that is my evening practice, which is a big part of like singing and like being in my creative element and all of that. So that's the devotion. And that is um, like this willingness to show up in the spirit. 
of it. The dedication and the discipline, those are, that's where not everybody stays on the bus. Because it's like, yeah, yeah. And I want to make sure that I explain this exactly how it is written in the book. So I'm going to go to the page. I also want to show y'all the page. So this is the page in the book. Oh, the light isn't letting me show it. It's too white. Okay, never mind. You guys don't have to get the book to see it. Yes, we do. Um, so, like, elements equal success, but you got to go through those to get it. You yeah, know? you gotta. So the the devotion is like the knowingness. It's like the, that's where the passion lives, and you gotta keep that flame alive because right. that's what you need. That's gonna be your cold sip of water without right. all the other energy. So, but the dedication is like when you actually sit down. This is where the masculine energy comes in. It's like okay, like. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what I'm pursuing. What do I need to do to be the best version of myself in it? What do I need to do to continue to harness and hone that devotion and to show up in dedication to it? That could be a regular practice. That could be like the business elements of it. Like if it's something that you're monetizing, showing up to do the thing that you need to do. Sometimes those things are going to be an edge for you, not easy for you to do. And, and the discipline piece goes with the dedication because the dedication is where you make the commitment. You're like, I am going to have this practice every day or three times a week. I'm going to do this every day. I'm going to, um, there's an event, I'm definitely going. There's this I'm going to do. Like that's where you make those command statements where you make the promise between you and yourself witnessed by God that you're going to show up. And then the discipline is the part where you actually show up. <laughs> right, right. It's the part, I like to use this analogy of like, okay, so if if somebody, you like somebody, you're about to date them or whatever, and then they like invite you to dinner. And the first time they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Last minute, they're like, I can't make it. I'm so sorry, somebody came up. You, you, you might be like, okay. Then the second time, oh, I'm so, so, so sorry. I can't, I, I, something came up. The third time, you show up, they ghost you. You probably ain't gonna talk to them no more, right? You're gonna be like, forget that. Like, you're out of here. So, how do you think your your dream, the dream, the inner child? How do you think that part of you feels every time you don't have the discipline to show up for the dedication? Right. Eventually, you know, and that's how kind of you know depression and like it can feed that inner critic and like you can kind of dig yourself a hole where yeah. you have to do some inner repair before that aspect of you, the inner child, the dream, the vision is willing to talk to you again and show up. <laughs> so we want to keep them aligned because that is real commitment and commitment leads to confidence. Mm -hmm. and, and you just have a way with wording. And I'm, I'm going to let, I know Nala's got plenty of questions too. So the, <laughs> I'm gonna let him jump back on it, and then I—I <laughs> I, I have so many questions that I mean, because just like I said, this book was unreal. I had to even go back and reread some stuff because um, I was just so at all of the because it, it's all with the inner workings, and mm -hmm. that's the part that I love, and that's the part that I teach, and that's the part that I dream, and that's the part that. I try to extend to other people, like you said, with trauma, to bring them out of that trauma, to deal mm -hmm. with that inner child so mm -hmm. that that child 
develop and become that adult so that they can live a different life, a life of freedom, a life of peace. And mm -hmm. even though being in this type work, your book was just like, oh, wow, I have got to ask Trinity, can I teach this in a seminar or what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> just yeah. so awesome because people need this. This is real stuff. And the terminology and the knowledge that you have of it is just so amazing and you know and I just thank God for you because just like when they, when you we first met you immediately said that you know I want to connect with you it's just something and our spirits was in alignment and then when I read this I'm like oh my god she was right she was definitely connected to me because this is the same inner workings and the skill set level that I want to have and you have a level of mastery of this um of this work that you're doing that in this book is just like outstanding. Yeah, thank you so much. Like, he called me the fifth time saying, listen to this part. Then I finished with him and then I told my husband, hey, oh my goodness. This, 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 this. let me read this part to you. Let me read this part to you. <laughs> what I'm saying, to be so young and have this type of knowledge is rare. You know, you don't yes. really, you rarely see that. So and it's, that's why we're so impressed with you. Like, to be this young and just have that much knowledge and you know when we listen to you and we know you know what you're talking about and it's, it lines up with just the, the right way it lines up with the spirit right. it lines up with everything we have been through in life and had to right. learn a lot of things the hard way and just like some things we couldn't prevent some things we could prevent but mm -hmm. just learning that and then changing our lives for the better and now trying to help other people and inspire them that hey you don't have to make these mistakes that we made because we're here to teach you we're here to help yes, you and yes. to find someone like you on that same um level that's really advanced in your knowledge and just like i said is your book man i oh my god but now let's go ahead before i take over the whole show well, because <laughs> even before when you feel like eating and all this stuff now like it's hard for me to discipline because I eat and I eat. And I eat and I'm That's part of the discipline. I'm trying oh, the space. To, it's the yeah. different types of space. Yes, yes. And I read that part. And like, you know, I noticed like when you go down to grocery, when you go to the grocery store, I know that everything on the outside is more of the healthier stuff and everything inside is the more of the stuff <laughs> you should eat. Yeah. Um, just being disciplined, disciplined about eating and all this stuff. But like I said, when we was coming up, you know, food was put on the table and if you don't eat it, you're going to be hungry. <laughs> mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as mm -hmm. you get older and grow up and you can afford your own food, you, know, you want to start eating more healthy. You want, you don't want to eat all this heavy meats that you don't need and all this processed stuff. And, you know, it's just how to, I mean, like, was you always disciplined in that or that's something you had to kind of grow into or how did it work? Oh my goodness. I was so sick. I had to... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, full disclaimer, I know I look really young. I take good care of myself. I'm, I'm 33. I'll be 34. I know for some people that's still like, oh, you a baby, but <laughs> this, the book is like a solid, at least 22 years of knowledge. I consider my 11th year of life the moment where I stepped onto the devotional path with art and uh I was a very independent child come from a single mother who was only like 19 years older than me she saw me I was like a kind of straight A student also very rebellious and rebunctious so she was like she does better when I don't tell her what to do so <laughs> like I had like this like infinite freedom um to kind of explore but um I grew up eating soul food. I grew up with processed stuff, 
like uh, we were very poor. There was a lot of cheese toast dinners. There was a lot of uh, ramen. Um, my mom did her best. She was an amazing chef when we had like, you know, money and stuff. She would like spin the globe and cook me something from some part of the world. But I grew up in Chicago public school with public school food and crazy stuff. And I had a gluten intolerance, didn't know about it. By the time I was 22, I had developed um, Hashimoto autoimmune disorder. I was very sick. I was fainting losing my eyebrows, um, my thyroid was failing, and I started to cleanse with um, juice fasting and um, did a very, like a specific detox for gluten and all of that at that age, and um, started to repair my body and health from there, and it was a, it was a rocky journey because at first I got caught up in fads, like the whole vegetarian veganism fad, and all that did was actually lead me down a different pathway of sickness where I actually didn't have enough protein or iron to be a healthy functioning human. And so a few years into that, I started to lose my hair. I started to become unable to create. I lost connection to my creative life force energy. It was very spacey. I got into like the most abusive relationship I've ever been in in my life because I lost my willpower and my fire um, through like, and it was a big part of it was through those dietary choices that really disconnected me from myself. Um, on the other side of that arc, what I learned is that like healthy whole foods is the answer. And our ancestors know the way. All these health conditions with food and stuff only started when we started to mass produce and manufacture animals in high fear environments and also processing and, and putting chemicals and things in food that don't need to be there. So I eat a, um, a very high fat diet and a high protein, high meat diet, because I have to keep my iron up and I use a lot of mental energy. So my diet looks like bison, elk, steak, um, root vegetables, some baby greens, um, lots of spices, really heavy on the spices from North Africa and um, like that whole region to keep my blood circulation flowing and just not eating anything artificial and really, really low sugar intake. I don't hardly eat anything with sugar at all. I, my coffee's bitter, everything bitter. And that's what works for me. But um, what I say in the book and, and what I want everybody listening to this to say is like to really listen, like the, the best thing you could do is give yourself a cleanse. Because like the signals and stuff inside of your body, that might not be the true you craving the things that you're craving. There could be little critters. Like I, um, in my practice, so what I've been doing with sound and frequency therapy, I do detoxes for people with frequency therapy. I can do it remote or in person, cleanse parasites out of your system. There's different uh, herbal protocols you can do to cleanse. And once you do that, then you start slowly reintroducing healthy whole foods and seeing how your body reacts, seeing what lights you up, what brings you down. Um, right. There's like a, a huge trend of like not eating meat, not eating heavy foods. I think that's a way to really quickly disassociate for a lot of people that malnourished, the not feeling heavy, not that means you're not in your body for a lot of people. And yeah, you can see a lot of stuff. You have a lot of hallucinations <laughs> and be feeling really light, but that doesn't mean that that's good. And you until and all that stuff that you don't want to feel that you feel when you eat a steak, you're still gonna it's there. It's right. not going anywhere. 
until <laughs> until you heal and work through it. So um, that's my kind of like read on that. It's just like, you know, chemicals are not, we're not just, we're just not supposed to be eating chemicals. Right. And by everybody's body being different, I guess it's to each his own, whatever satisfies your mm -hmm. body. Type of Listen mm -hmm. to your body. What you're saying, listen to your body as you're eating these mm -hmm. foods. Pay attention. Yeah. You know yeah. And that's, yeah, that's a big through line throughout the book in general, um, with all aspects of the creative process and self-love and um, intuitive guidance is like, it's all about developing this like full, like imagine every single pore, every single cell in your body is an ear and you can hear through it and like listening to your body. How are you responding even to certain decisions, you know, like get the nuance of like the nuance of should of like when we do things because we should, but if it's like making you feel all weird and gross inside, is that really what you should be doing? Right. Okay. <laughs> it's like, the whole book is basically like you're saying, is pay attention to your real self because mm -hmm. you got to become intimate with you and that's how you become int more intimate with God and just paying attention to your real self. But I have a, a question about one thing you wrote here um, mm -hmm. where you say, see time as rhythm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. give me a little bit, us a little bit on it. We down to like nine. Yeah. <laughs> Get the drunk kit. <laughs> hey, I make beats too. I'm going to send you some beats. I'm just right. Hey, well, let's collab. I make beats I too. I got you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Tell me about, tell us about that. See time as rhythm before we run out of time. Yeah, yeah. So that's in the part of the book where we start to get into um, the rhythm trackers and holistic planning which is a huge superpower skill. If you can figure out when your body wants to do stuff and align and do it in that moment when it wants to, like my body don't want to send emails at 8 p.m. Right. My dyslexia is on fleet at right. 8 p.m. It's going to be all sorts of typos. Right. <laughs> so like finding that, let's talk about the biodynamic rhythm of the self. But when I say see time as rhythm, um, it this is like a, a gym for your mental health because- especially now more than ever I was born in that cusp I got to see the world without social media for a little while and then it happened y'all had way more time and like people are crazy now because of that instant gratification you see just these little glimpses of people's moments you think their whole life is awesome everything is like available you can buy something on Amazon in 10 seconds like everything's instant okay. instant 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 but that's not real that goes back to illusions that's not real it's not really what's happening All and right. so when you see time as rhythm and i give um an image of like a waveform and like it, the the movement of a waveform of sound that's what life is like right. there's yeah. going to be peaks and there's going to be valleys there's going to be time where there's a lot of activity there's going to be time where there's a little bit of activity. It's going to be very loud sometimes. One slash 16, one slash 32. Yeah, exactly. You might get some polyrhythms up in there. You never know what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> um, right. But if you see it as that, then like we can dance with it and like be in a space of like not just being consumed by the rhythm of right. like if something swings down because it's going to. Like, I'll be completely honest that this book releasing and the whole process of this year as I've been writing it, I've been in a dark night and an initiation and things in my life that I didn't even know were not for me. God has been stripping away from me. 
And there's been a lot of challenges and a lot of feeling of like working on things, tending a soil without seeing a, a seedling pop up, like growing a redwood tree or something. And like that, but like understanding that time is rhythm, understanding that there might be some other things blooming over here while this is still doing this process dormant in the soil. And, or this thing might be completely collapsing and tower burning over there. That doesn't mean there's not something growing over here. Or if everything is burning down, then like, so be it. It's only a moment and there will be another moment. And we have to remember that that rhythm and, and know that the one thing that we can regulate, and I won't say control, but I'll say regulate in that process is our experience of it. Right. Man, I can do this. Yeah. It's amazing how you put things, man. It's, 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 it's so amazing. And I can't wait to get you back on other shows as well. Too, man. Because we have so much to talk about. We we oh, probably yeah. like like he said, we might need to do a part two of this because you have so much in the book to give the world that they need to hear it. Um they need to tell somebody else about it because <laughs> this work will help people to understand to get intimate with yourself, you know, it's getting intimate with yourself, but it's also getting intimate with God because there's a plan. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, when you, especially when you're talking like people with us, that's always creating and always um, doing something different, which is that creative being and getting mm -hmm. to know that creative being. And like you said, you're going to have the highs and you're going to have the lows. You're going to have the peaks. You're going to have the valleys, but you have to work through the illusion and you have to mm -hmm. keep going until you get to the end don't let don't let up on dedication because you have to see your in process because the gift and the talent is in there but you have to keep pushing and keep working it and keep working it it's mm -hmm. the result of what god really has has for you and just like you said it comes with it that stripping away it may be stripping away uh something you really care about or something that, you know, you really, really desire, but God is saying, no, this is not for you. This is not the timing for you. And that thing mm -hmm. has stripped away. So you need to be intimate to understand, okay, I have to let go of part one so I can get to part two. So yeah. just understanding those rhythms is, you know, just like I said, I could, I cannot put this, I couldn't put it down. <laughs> Really cannot put it down, and I have so much more to ask, and so many more questions that I really think we need to do a part two on this. I'm super here for that. I would yeah. love to do a part two, and it's such an honor to receive that from from you as an also an amazing bestseller writer. And when I first just even heard a glimpse of your story, I was like, I gotta know this woman. When I heard like what your mission was and what you're out here doing, I was like, we gotta collaborate. We have to co-create some spaces. And I knew that we were like on the same page. And I'm really honored, Pug, to be here with you too. And the music, let's see what let's see what we can do. Let's make it happen. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super happy to come back and have a part two. And um yeah, I just, you know, like there's going to be, I'm sure, podcast notes and um, very receptive if anybody wants to reach out. Um, the book is for sale. I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but I know the soft cover is available to be shipped before Christmas if you're trying to get it before a gift. Um, but it's out there and yeah, spread the love. Spread the, If you have a dream that you're trying to, huh? Sorry. Let them know how they can purchase the book, where they can purchase yeah. How yes, it? yes. It's very simple. You're just going to purchase it on Amazon. If you look up Aligned Action Planner, 
or creative souls by my pen name is Trinetti Octavia Truth. Um, if you look that up, you will find it. It looks like this. It's probably backwards in the screen, but it's a very, um, it doesn't have this bar. This is like the proof copy, but um, yeah, hopefully there could be a link in the notes to get to it. And that's, that's where you get it. Yes, we will definitely put it on there. And um, and just like I said, we got some more shows coming up. Um, we got a podcast coming up uh, for Black History Month called Can. Yeah, we're gonna be. I'm gonna be hosting and be co-hosting with another uh, with Sheila uh, Steppy. So we will be. Um, we will definitely be bringing you back and bring you back here so we can go over some more of your stuff because this is what we want to do. We want to enlighten people. We want to. We want them to. Some people just are trying to figure out how to get that connection with God. I've even has has mm -hmm. asked me that. How did you have so many experiences with God, and just reflecting on your work that will help them to get to that space that they need to get mm -hmm. to, so that they can have that creativity with God, and so that they can begin to sense the love of God and stuff because it's mm -hmm. there. It's there. Yes. He desires that relationship. Yes, risk. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it's her. not there if there's no risk right. well her, her as a kid it was nothing like that and when she <laughs> uh, got her situation when she got delivered it was a whole nother person i was like i was so amazed because her her aura her words she was like you at that point i was like yeah and stuff i I gotta look this up. I can't even understand what you're saying. You, I mean she was <laughs> so advanced asking you shall receive <laughs> <laughs> And that's and what happened. Watch that transformation. Yeah. And I you know you remind me of her and like your whole, like, you know, your whole aura about you and just a beautiful person inside out. It's just amazing. And I'm honored to have you on the show. And I'm honored. Thank you. So we're under honored to be here. Yeah. So we're under a minute, folks. You want to go ahead and close us out? All right. Please like, subscribe um, to any of our social media platforms. Miss Trinity, Janetta, do you want to tell them what it can reach you at or anything? Or yes. I, you can. If you had something to tell the world, what would you tell them and your other information as well? Yes. Yeah, so the last note that I want to leave people on about the Aligned Action Planner and just pursuing your creative goals is whatever you've been through that has harmed you, that has hurt you, that has made you feel less. <laughs>